节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen meets with British representative to Taiwan, Catherine Nettleton, to discuss pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. The U.S. Navy destroyer USS Russell passes through the Taiwan Strait. And Taiwan's Central Epidemic Command Center says the country's success in containing COVID-19 has hinged on strict border controls. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen has met with British representative to Taiwan, Catherine Nettleton, to discuss pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. The Chinese government passed a security law last Thursday aimed at tightening its grip on the former British colony. During the meeting, Tsai said that Taiwan, like the UK, the US, Canada, and Australia, cares deeply about the people of Hong Kong. She also said that Taiwan, like the UK, plans to take steps to help Hong Kong's people. In addition to the Hong Kong protests, Tsai discussed growing cooperation between Taiwan and the UK, including exchanges on work towards a COVID-19 vaccine. She also thanked the UK for its support of Taiwan's participation on the global stage. A U.S. Navy destroyer passed through the Taiwan Strait on Thursday, the seventh time a U.S. vessel has passed through the Strait this year. The passage through the Strait took place on the 31st anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre in China. The Defense Ministry says the USS Russell entered the Taiwan Strait from its northern end and headed southwest. The U.S. Seventh Fleet's Facebook page announced the destroyer's passage through the strait early Friday morning. The U.S. Navy says the ship was deployed, quote, in support of security and stability in the Indo-Pacific. Taiwan's Central Epidemic Command Center says the country's success in containing COVID-19 has hinged on strict border controls. The center's vice commander, Chen Zongyan, said Friday that Taiwan has so far issued quarantine orders to around 150,000 people at the country's entry points. He said that border officials have administered over 6,000 COVID-19 tests. Of Taiwan's 352 imported cases of COVID-19 so far, 138 were discovered at the border. This means that 39% of cases brought in from outside Taiwan were detected as soon as patients arrived in the country. Health Minister Chen Shih-chung says that it's been strict border controls that have allowed life in Taiwan to carry on with few changes. Taiwan has announced that it has not recorded any new cases of COVID-19 on Friday. Taiwan's total number of confirmed cases stands at 443, with 429 patients already discharged from the hospital. Taiwan has seen 54 consecutive days without any new cases of domestic transmission. Taiwan's Food and Drug Administration has approved the country's first domestically developed COVID-19 antibody test. The test is the work of Excelsior Biosystems, Inc. and National Taiwan University Hospital. The new test can detect COVID-19 antibodies in as little as 10 minutes. The Food and Drug Administration says that the test can detect antibodies with 90.6% accuracy, while negative results are accurate 95% of the time. The administration says that Excelsior Biosystems can decide when the test will hit the market and set its own production volumes. 
Excelsior says that it can currently produce between 100,000 and 200,000 tests a month. It hopes to raise production capacity to 400,000 tests a month by August. The sound of the Puyuma tribe on Radio Taiwan International. Taiwan's northernmost cities and counties have agreed to loosen rules mandating the wearing of masks on public transit. Representatives from Ilan County and the cities of Taipei, New Taipei, Keelung, and Taoyuan reached the agreement on Friday. Deputy Taipei Mayor Huang Shanshan says that masks will still be required on buses. Metro passengers will also have their temperatures checked, and they will still need to wear masks before boarding trains. However, Huang says that passengers will be allowed to remove their masks once inside trains, provided that they can maintain a safe distance from other passengers. Meanwhile, new Taipei Mayor Ho Yi says that disinfection of public transport will continue as it has. The Taipei city government will also continue to require drivers, conductors, metro staff, and taxi stand staff to wear masks. Taipei will also continue requiring these workers to undergo temperature checks and to regularly disinfect their cars or trains as well. With COVID-19 shutting down borders, including Taiwan's, international travel remains off the table for most people. But domestically, the pandemic remains under control. This and the arrival of summer have brought a surge of interest in domestic flights, especially to Taiwan's island getaways. Taiwan's big long-haul carriers may have seen better days, but for smaller carriers offering flights to Taiwan's outlying islands, business has never been better. As COVID-19 keeps travel abroad out of reach, Taiwanese people are flocking instead to Taiwan's Penghu, Kinmen, and Mazu Islands. For most, that means a short hop across the sea in an airplane. Mandarin Airlines and Uni Air are both increasing the number of flights to these island destinations. They also plan to use larger planes as many flights fill up. The airlines expect passenger volume to jump by more than 80% once the summer holidays arrive. The rush to get to the islands began in mid-May, and it's only growing. In June and July, Mandarin Airlines is adding 80,000 seats on its routes to Penghu alone. It expects to be able to carry 300,000 passengers to and from the islands over the course of the summer vacation. Uni Air, too, is adding seats, more than 10,000 each for routes to Penghu and Mazu. Travel agents say that tickets will be in short supply, so book quickly. John Van Trieste, RTI News. As the government relaxes COVID-19 control measures, local governments throughout Taiwan are coming up with ways of bringing back tourists. One Hualien County township has decided to do this with an agricultural twist. In Taiwan, June is a month for harvesting rice. Hualien County's Yuli Township has plenty of rice to harvest. But thanks to COVID-19, what this rural township doesn't have these days is tourists. That's why the township has decided to make the rice harvest a central part of its campaign to bring tourists back. Taiwan society was once largely agricultural, but for urbanites today, rice harvesting is something completely novel. Visitors' children learn how to use farm tools to cut the rice. In the process, they gain an appreciation for the hard work of farmers. 
Of course, if the township wants tourists to return, rice alone won't do the trick. That's why, as the Dragon Boat Festival approaches, the township is also planning other activities. Activities like fine dining al fresco in its open fields. Amid a push to revive domestic tourism after COVID-19, Yuli Township is working to stand out from other destinations. But it also hopes to reacquaint Taiwan's people with just how beautiful the place they call home really is. Shirley Lin, RTI News. The Director General of the Food and Drug Administration, Wu Shoumei, says her office will continue strict enforcement of Taiwan's food safety regulations. That's in the run-up to World Food Safety Day, which falls on Sunday. In addition, Wu said she will make sure that domestic certification standards and food production measures are in line with international standards. Wu said any food company that has abided by regulations can ask a local health department to give it accreditation after inspection. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.